0: Good morning and welcome to iHeartMortersville here on WSIC. I'm your host, Don Smile, joined by the sliding in on two wheels co-host, Christine Patterson. Good
1: morning.
0: (laughs) It's a little bit of uh, traffic
1: out there this morning. Yeah, I don't know what it is about the rain. It's like, you know, they say the oil is on the road, Mm. but there's like 15 accidents on 77 right now.
0: It's Well, it's not necessarily the accidents either. It's the looky-loos, right? It's everybody that slows down the look and yeah, what happened.
1: There was one on 115, and I was like, okay, I'm good. You know, <laughs> I waited to get around that one, and then, nope, interstate full of them.
0: Yeah, well, we're glad you're here and safe. Yes, so, I did make it safely. Excellent. Well, this is our sixth episode of I Heart Mooresville, and um, I will say that it's kind of flown by. Um,
1: yeah, when you're having fun, you know?
0: Having fun. You know, in, in Parks and Recreation, we like to say we where the fun begins.
1: That's right. right. It starts with us. So
0: so this morning we have um, a great lineup of guests. Uh, we have some individuals that are well known in the Mooresville area for their crafty creations and they will be joining us for Mooresville Day uh, in March. And so Jenna Reynolds and Steve Young will be joining us. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, welcome and thanks for uh, coming to share um, your story and a little bit about what you do with us and we'll get into that shortly. But I guess we like to talk sometimes about the fact that there is a day for everything um, on the calendar. And I was looking over the list of uh, days for February, which, by the way, is almost over. I, I don't I like to say recently I went to bed in December and woke up in March because I have no idea what happened in January and February. Um, so this month, uh, actually, we just celebrated National Love Your Pet Day, um, which I think everybody can relate to. Um, I personally don't have any animals anymore, but if you do have dogs, I would suggest you go out to our dog parks. We have two wonderful dog parks in Mooresville that uh, your canine can run off a little energy and join some other uh, furry pals. Um, The 22nd, uh, which obviously passed past, was National Wildlife Day, Um, and obviously that's Parks and Rec centric because if you go to our parks, you will see wildlife, um, and we're glad that they <laughs> we're glad that they're still around. Um, and let's see, what's the last one? Oh, National Science Day is coming up tomorrow. Oh, that's
1: a good uh,
0: one. And uh, we actually are proud in Parks and Recreation that we have uh, STEM-related programming. So, uh, obviously, science is a part of that. So, if you um, are interested in having your child uh, participate in some science uh, opportunities, then uh, go to moorsvillerecreation.org and. You can click through to see all of our programming related to some of those science and STEM-related opportunities. So, Christine, what's going on?
1: Yeah, so been scanning the headlines lately. Got a couple things in the news that I wanted to share. Um, first, Lake Norman, of course, and Davis Regional and Statesville—you know—are part of the same organization now, and they are collecting peanut butter for jar their jars of love drive. So they actually, have, you know, they're inviting the community members to join their efforts to fight hunger by participating in the second annual Jars of Love Peanut Butter Drive, benefiting Feed NC. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, peanut What's the butter,
0: significance of peanut butter to this? Yeah,
1: so I'm, I'm going to tell you. That's okay. a great question, Dawn. <laughs> um, so peanut butter is a very sought-after item for food banks because of its high nutritional value and long shelf life but it's one of the least donated items. And I see a beautiful (laughs) jar of yummy looking peanut butter right now provided by Steve Young. That sounds like you make some peanut butter yourself.
2: Yes, we make a lot of peanut butter. Wow.
1: Well, we'll have to talk more about that. That looks really good. Actually, I should have brought some crackers. Um, (laughs) I'm always
2: eating. (laughs) I told you she's always
0: eating.
1: (laughs) Don always makes fun of me because I eat in like every meeting we attend. Um, I'm just always hungry. Um, But yes, it's actually one of the least donated items. Um, So they, you know, very sought after. So they're going to be doing the drive. Um, And an estimated 9.8% of people in Iredell County are facing food insecurity. So this is a great way to partner with the community and, you know, help reduce hunger in our area. Um, And it goes through from March 4th to March 25th.
0: And I see that there is some uh, information here about some uh, grants that were received. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, so Mooresville actually um, was awarded more than $8 million um, in grant money from a regional board. Um, You know, road projects are a huge topic right now. Traffic is a huge topic right now in our area. That infrastructure to support, you know, this amazing growth that we're experiencing in Mooresville and the surrounding area. Um, so one of the the major projects, the East West Connector uh, Road, has actually been put on hold because, you know, we didn't have the funding, and the project, the construction cost kept increasing for that. Um, so this project, um, the bid was submitted in 2023 for more than 32 million, which is 10 million more than you know we budgeted for that project, and so you know it just keeps getting pushed back. Well, we actually received a grant of more than six million dollars to make up that difference of the you know, construction bid um, to be able to move forward with this project.
0: Wow. Well, that's great for the uh, residents of Mooresville who, you know, traffic seems to be a major issue. I live in Harrisburg, so I drive to Mooresville every day. Um, and coming down Odell School Road, as we talked earlier, has its challenges. I call it the patience truck because yeah. <laughs> every day coming and going, you get behind a truck that is doing 35 or 40 right. miles an hour and it teaches you. Patients, because there is nowhere to pass, so right. therefore the patients' truck.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I think a lot of people appreciate this one too, because the East-West Connector is one of those major projects pro, projects that connects Langtree Road to you know NC 115, and so that's a lot of the Lowe's executives, you know, or, or staff in general that are coming to work. Um, so that's a, a busy route, and they'll have an additional route to use to get get there.
0: Well, that's great information for the residents of Mooresville. Uh, I also see that there are a couple things happening. Uh, February is obviously uh, Black History Month, and there's a couple things going on that are uh, uh, important to that effort. Uh, Las Amigas um, is sponsoring a Black History program, and so the Mooresville chapter of Las Amigas will sponsor its Black, its annual Black History program Sunday at uh, Campbell Missionary Baptist Church, which is off McClelland Avenue. Um, The program begins at 4. There's some guest speakers. It's open to the public and free, so we would invite you to participate in that. Uh, And then Love United Iredell, there's a a village intervention partnership. is empowering youth in the county, and the goal of the village is to help teens become engaged and invested in the community, uh, aimed at teens between uh, the ages of 12 and 19. Um, It's one of 10 agencies in this year's Love United-Iredell campaign, and they're hoping to raise $1,500 to help their annual teen summit. And so if you're interested, I would ask you to participate and uh, and, uh, donate to that worthy cause. All right. So um, we obviously mentioned that we have some guests here and they are related to our Mooresville Day, which is coming up very soon. So tell yes. us all about this, Christine. And uh, and obviously we'll get into our guests in segment two. But tell us a little bit about Mooresville Day and specifically their participation.
1: Yes. So we're super excited about mooresville day festival coming up on march 23rd um it's from 12 to 4 it is downtown mooresville this year we're actually expanding um instead of just having it on main street we're opening up broad street as well um you know we try to take feedback from the businesses and they're like we want some of the action too on broad so we're making it a larger footprint you're
0: broadening yes we're broad-
1: mm. boom,
0: boom!
3: i like that <laughs>
1: um so we are we are um you know, having an artisan market this time. So this was something new to the festival. Um, we have such a great uh, community of local artisans and crafters and, you know, artists that we we really want to give, you know, highlight and showcase this amazing talent that we have in Mooresville. So we'll have 65 plus artisans that participate and we have two of them here today.
0: Wow. Well, that's exciting. And uh, I'm a little bit hungry looking at this
1: I know. peanut
0: butter and honey over here, which We'll have to see if we can, like, you know, participate in yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but when we get back, we will talk to some of our uh, participating crafters here on iHeart Mooresville.
4: We'll be right back with more iHeart Mooresville on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. Mooresville, how we feeling? Good. Welcome back to iHeart Mooresville on 1059 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here.
1: All right. And we are back with iHeart Mooresville. And we're talking today with two of our artisans uh, for the coming up Mooresville Day Festival. We have Steve Young of Cottle Creek Farms, and we have Jen Reynolds um, here with us today. Who, What's the name of your actual business? Uh Jen's Crafty Creations. Jen's Crafty Creations. Um, so I was doing a little research on you both, and I'm super excited to talk about you. Yes, I know everything about you. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. Um <laughs> Yeah. So I'm I'm very interested in what both of you do, um, because I think it's it, both of your trades are very much kind of the trend right now as well. So um, you know, buying local and you know, farm to table and all of that is 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 very much a trend, but also you know, I think something that we're going to see last for a long time. Um, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you started Cottle Creek Farms and kind of, and what you all do.
2: Well, we're a third generation honey farm. So we've been around for a while. I'm a remorseful wow. native. Not many of us left.
1: No, there's but, not.
2: <laughs> but yeah, we're a third generation honey farm. So uh, I grew up doing honey with my dad and my grandfather kind of started the farm. So um, and then about Probably about 15 years ago, we kind of branched out into different things. We, I grew up doing farmer's markets. We did the Morrisville farmer's market. We did all kinds of farmer's markets around, so I kind of grew up in that, that time. But what we, what we do now is we still do several farmer's markets, but we also have a store on our farm. Uh, So we started about 12 years ago, experimenting with peanut butter. I'm like a peanut butter fanatic, Mm, so I just eat it straight out of the jar and I was eating, you know, national brands and was kind of looking at the back and there's like 40 ingredients Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe we can do this a little better. So I wanted to start using our honey from our farm uh, Mm -hmm. to sweeten the the peanut butter. So we um, started grinding our own peanuts and that kind of thing. And, and, uh, we made several batches that were terrible. The dogs did not even eat them. <laughs> so, uh, it, I, I'm glad that you
0: admit that because yeah. it, it's a process. Yeah, it right?
2: definitely is a process. Yeah. It took a while to get it. But um, we make uh, our our standard peanut butter, which is uh, our creamy, which is still the most popular. It only has four ingredients. So we tried to just take it back as, as basic as yeah. it could come. It only has, it has North Carolina peanuts, organic coconut oil, sea wow. salt, and honey from our farm. Wow. So just those four ingredients.
1: I cannot wait to taste that. Yeah, oh, are you going to taste yeah. it now?
2: I have uh, a jar here <laughs> if you want to break into I it. I we totally break fine. it open.
0: <laughs> Mama Young's Nourishing
2: Nut Butters. I like that. I know. We named it after my great-grandmother. She actually ran a grocery store from 1917 until the 80s. Here in Mooresville.
1: Wow. Yeah.
2: So she was one of the first uh, grocery stores, I guess you would. Uh, it, they, they even were, had shopping so carts we, and everything like that. It was.
1: And you're in like 80 grocery stores. Yeah,
2: we're in about 80 different locations. Some of those are restaurants, some are our grocery stores, nice. some of them are our little mom and pop stands.
1: So what's somewhere we would know that sells?
2: Oh well, Josh's Farmers Market. Of Obviously, course. you know uh, yep. they they sell it. Turner's Hardware in okay. downtown Mooresville's oldest business. They yep. sell it. Uh, uh, Shop and Save. Uh, down yeah. on 115 sells it. Uh, they sell both our honey and peanut butters. And then we have all, several in Concord. We have them in in Charlotte, a bunch in Charlotte, and we really have them all over North Carolina. A few in South Carolina as well.
0: You mm-hmm. know, you mentioned uh, Mama Young, your grandmother, uh, great grandmother, I should say. And um, we we have a lot of people that listen to the show that have you know like you are Mooresville natives, been here a while, have family history. Where was this? Uh, where was this store?
2: The store was located on what we, growing up, always called the Mill Hill. Yes. it was down um, in the um, the southern part of, of Mooresville. It was kind of a, at the bottom of of all the mill houses, and it was a grocery store. I'm sure if they're natives, they probably know about this. But it was a grocery store up until 1988. What was yeah. it called? Uh, it's called Young's Grocery. Young's Grocery. Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm I'm quite sure there are listeners who probably, uh, you know, that's part of their childhood.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. we named it after her because she tried to do everything as as local and as organic as possible before the word was really popular.
1: Oh, very cool. Yeah. So so what's your favorite part about getting to do this?
2: My favorite part is just meeting the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I I have people that help me make the, the peanut butter and help me do the honey and all that. But uh, just meeting the people going out and making the sales calls, if you would, or just. Just meeting the people that run the, the stores and hearing their story. We have a place uh, that's well over 100 years old that carries yeah. our products. And it's nice to just, you know, go in there and listen to some of their stories.
1: Okay. So I want to talk about the elephant in the room. So, you know, we're talking about honey. Bees come with that, right?
2: Sure. Yeah. So you, yeah you have bees. We have bees. Yeah. And
1: you, and you work with the bees and you... <laughs> And you touch the bees.
2: Yeah, there's about 60,000 bees or so in each in each hive. Uh, <laughs> oh, my hive. gosh. So, and I'm don't, terrified. We don't, we don't get stung very often. We uh, we have this suit that we wear, and we have a veil that we wear, so we don't get stung very often. So
1: Very often. But,
2: yeah, yeah. Not okay. Every now and then. <laughs> All right. Typically, well. it's my fault if I get stung. <laughs> I want to talk about the elephant in the room too. The
1: elephant in the that room. That
2: is so cute. Oh my gosh. That's so adorable.
0: the other artisan that we have with us, uh, Jen Reynolds, um, has brought this adorable plushie, uh, which she makes. Um, and so I, I guess tell us a little about the background of how you got started doing this because I think it's a pretty unique story.
3: <laughs> um, so basically my mom long time ago started like teaching me how to do like a basic chain, which is basically just make a whole bunch of loops into a really And this long, is crochet. Yes, yeah, it's okay. crochet. Um, and then I just kind of put it down for a while. And then I was like, I need a hobby. I was at home. I was pregnant with, I think my third child, because I have four. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just needed something to do. I was bored. So I just started painting and, and then I was like, this is not what I want to do. And then I just Picked up the hook again, started crocheting. I started with the blanket, um, which you shouldn't really start with the blanket because they take a really long <laughs> time to make and then you just give up, you know. <laughs> um, and then I just kept doing custom orders for people around town. I would made like little baby shoes or baby outfits or anything like that. And then I eventually was like, you know what? I really like to make stuffed animals and my kids loved them. So I was like... I'm gonna just do that. And then it just took off. I was amazed. <laughs> yeah. How many people actually really liked like stuffed animals and stuff. Um, so is it
0: safe to say that you got hooked?
1: On- <laughs> I definitely Ooh. got hooked. Oh, a- wow. You are coming with them today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I've I, like I said, I had been doing a little bit of research and these squishies are a thing right now. And, and you know, you hear about the the squish mellows, um, the plushies, excuse me, are a thing right now. I don't know if you, it's all over my feed. Yep. you know, TikTok, the woobles, you know, the, oh, yes. the crochet kits, yep. it, you know, they, I re- I was reading some articles that, that compared it to the squish mellows that compared it to like Build-A-Bear because it's so customizable and that's the benefit of having this handmade item that you get to, you know, customize and, you know, kids love them. Oh, kids, yes. uh, you know, if you have younger children, then, you know, usually kids are going to pick out, you know, some item that they connect to that they sleep with. And these are, are, you know, such a great, um, you know, idea for that. Um, and people talk about the velvety, you know, feel the, the type of yarn that you use. Yeah. So some people
3: actually use like acrylic yarn, which is more like rough and but these are Chanel yarn, so they're, like, super oh, soft wow. and, like, snuggly and stuff. So Yeah,
1: they talk about the softness, and, um, you know, and, and and again, it's just great to, to be able to do that. So uh, what I found was that it actually originated, and I'm probably going to not um, say this word correctly, but it was, it's called Amigurumi, yeah. Amigurumi? Yep. Is that how you say it? Yeah. <laughs> so it actually originated in Japan this, Mm -hmm. this art, this um, type of crochet, I guess. Um, So uh, that was really interesting. And now it's like this, this huge fad that, that I, again, I don't think is going away soon because again, people like to have a homemade item, handmade item. Um, I have
3: my own collection that I've made up or even like friends that I bought from, I have my own collection on a shelf in my room.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, and, you know, you get to pick out your favorite animals. I mean, you know, how cool is that? Yeah, so I I thought that was really, really neat. And especially, you know, kind of learning about your background. And, you know, you started out with all these other things and then didn't incorporate until you really found your your niche. So this is all you do now.
3: Yeah, that's all I do. Well, I design the patterns for them, too. Like, both of these are my patterns. And then I sell the patterns to other crocheters. Ah. And then they also make from those.
1: So this is full business. Yes. You you left your job. You were a dental hygienist. Yeah,
3: well, dental assistant. Assistant. Yeah. Gotcha. But, yeah, for a long time. And then I was like, I just can't anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. Before <laughs> well, kids get to do at this. home, daycare is outrageous. So I was like. Oh, yeah.
1: Do your kids just love that this is what their mom does? They try to steal
3: every one of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can imagine. So i would to ask you, what's your favorite part of getting to do this?
3: Honestly, seeing everybody enjoy them so much as far as crocheters go. And then when I do markets and stuff and the kids come in and they just love Like they find that one and they just love, it It melts my heart. I'm very sensitive, so I I cry a little bit sometimes over (laughs) it because I just think it's so sweet and I made somebody's day. Oh, I love that. So Have
0: you found there to be a uh, a favorite um, amongst what you've created in terms of patterns?
3: uh, It's just like anything else. Hmm. They just come in, you know, trends basically. Like there was one year where there was a trend of these frogs with these little wiggly legs and they were very cute. And then everybody always loves cows for some reason. So probably cows (laughs) is always...
0: Cows are just
2: adorable,
1: right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You'll have to make a honeybee. You have make,
3: actually do, yes. yeah i was
2: gonna ask you about that i
1: did a hive <laughs> with a bee that goes inside of the hive.
3: i've got to see that
1: You should have brought it i <laughs> oh, <laughs> see
2: opportunity the yeah, here we
4: go cool
0: Bee. i know i got it <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: wow that's like pretty it. cool so we're going to talk more about um mooresville day and, and kind of some of the other crafters that, are, that will be there but um this is fascinating I, I'm, I'm loving the local aspect of this yeah Um, and you know, I, I obviously, as I said, I live in Harrisburg, so I'm not from Mooresville, but, uh, if I did live in Mooresville, this would fascinate me, um, (laughs) to be able to see these, um, local creations. Um, the fact that, you know, we have somebody here from an entrepreneurial standpoint who decided that peanut butter just had too much stuff in it and wanted to simplify it, I think is really cool. And then to find uh, your niche, um, you know, uh, in, in doing something that you love, but also can, can generate, um, an income from I think is amazing so Mm -hmm. we're going to talk more with both of our guests jen reynolds and steve young when we get back from break here on i heart mooresville on wsic we'll be right back
4: There's more iHeart Mooresville on the way from 105.9 100.7 WSIC local starts here. All things Mooresville to keep you in the noseville. Join in the conversation by calling 844 studio Four. now back to the show.
0: And welcome back to iHeart Mooresville. I'm your host, Don smile.
1: You look like you've changed over break. You're a little
0: blue. Yeah, we have to talk about the elephant in the room.
1: <laughs> so,
0: um, Anyway, we, this is fascinating. Man, these things are so soft.
1: I know. We've been playing, by yeah. the way, for the yeah. over break. We've...
0: Yeah, we playing with the can't, toys. Can't get enough of, the, of these <laughs> wonderful things. Uh, so we're talking with Steve Young and Jen Reynolds, two individuals who will be joining us for Mooresville Day uh, as artisans. Uh, so Christine, tell us a little bit about the artisan market and kind of what that looks like and what people can expect when they come to Mooresville Day.
1: Yeah, you know the the real purpose behind the artisan market um, was, you know, we when we plan these events, we want to plan with a purpose and not just host a festival or host an event. To, to host an event. And, you know, we really sat down to say what sets us apart from other festivals in the area. Um, you know, Mooresville Day could be, you know, c- compared to the Ray City Festival and other, other festivals. So we want to make sure that we are, you know, providing, um, you know, a gap, uh, you know, something that we're, we're providing that there's an opening for in this area. And so we felt like having an artisan market and adding that piece to this event was really something that, you know, would elevate the experience and was was a need in, in the community to give opportunity to, you know, businesses like your own um, to come and sell things. And we also f- have found out through the last year of events that people want to shop. You know, they love shopping experiences. And so um, we really wanted this to be a highlight um, of the event. And so um, we started out, you know, with the goal of 65, at least 65 artisans for our first year. And we met that goal. We were very excited that we did um, find that. So next year we'll probably have more. Um, but we really wanted to the experience to be one that, you know, people could come. And there were a variety of different things. So when you come to the artisan market, which will be along Broad Street, um, we are going to fill up Broad Street with artisans. Um, I mean, you are going to find everything from people that work with wood um, there's a guy that makes clocks out of wooden barrels it's pretty they're amazing they're gorgeous um I mean just really unique unique things like that people that make you know laser etch and wood and and make maps um personal handcrafted designs you know will be there um to people that make handmade toys to plushies to you know um homemade you know f- food I mean it's just it's it's such, there's such a variety. You're going to find a little bit of everything. And that was our goal to, to really appeal to to everyone that they could find something that they liked. Um, and then of course, you know, we, we want people to be able to bring their, their family and their kids. And so we have carnival rides um, actually right near the artisan market. Um, we'll have some carnival rides. We'll have a Ferris wheel. Um, so we will make sure people are going to get to that area to see you all because they're definitely going to be going to the Ferris wheel and some of the other activities over there. Um, we have gem mining, we have, you know, a stage with live performances, um, inflatables, you know, carnival games, all the, all the things that are going to draw people out and really have a good time. Something for everyone.
0: Well, here's a suggestion. Uh, skip the malls in November, December. And buy local. You can buy all of your Christmas presents early. And then you can tell all your family and friends, I'm done. And then they can be jealous.
1: Yep. That's a great idea. Great plan. (laughs) And I I feel like people are doing that more. Sure. I really do. Sure, You know, I mean, definitely skipping the malls. I think people love to shop online still, but, you know, they're definitely going to Etsy. I guess that is a question for you all. Do you both sell online and do online orders? So, how do your online sales compare to, like, in-person sales? Again?
3: Um. Well, I don't normally sell the plushies online. So, okay. mine's a little different because mm-hmm. I also design the patterns. Um, but when I sell the patterns, my Etsy is just full of, oh, great. like, you know, customers and everything. And then I also have my own website that I also sell them on. Um, and what
0: is the address? <laughs>
3: www.jenscraftycreations.com
0: jenscraftycreations.com that rolls
3: off the top (laughs) (laughs) it's a mouthful but yes (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then in person when I go I do about two to three probably markets or craft shows a year um and they pretty much sell out every time, so I guess that's it's great. all really
1: good. So. Yeah, no, that's. Have,
0: great. have you been approached by any large companies? We talked earlier about the fact that there's, you know, these things are starting to show up in other places. But have you been approached about doing anything um, on a larger scale, or would that be something you'd be interested in doing?
3: I mean, I would a lot of the times because I work with patterns and stuff, um, and I use all probably yarns from Michael's. And there's a. It's not really local, but it is state local. Um, there's a uh, company called Premier Yarns, and I think it's like near Hickory. Um, I actually became affiliate with them, so okay. I Great. have links with them. You know, I'm like this is where I get my yarn kind of situations. But as far as like Michaels or something like mm. that. Not
1: yet. Okay. But I hope. Well, <laughs> yeah. we,
0: maybe we'll be the catalyst. Yeah, um, going. <laughs> um, I I think it. I, I thought it was interesting uh, earlier. You were talking about um, that. You know, you don't do these in bulk. Kind of, so, kind of tell us what that that looks like from a creation standpoint.
3: Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really do them in bulk, just because I gotta get bored mm. with just doing the same thing all the time, um, and.
1: I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Do you get orders? Like, you know, what's the biggest order you've received? Like, Mm,
3: well, like I said, I don't really sell them exactly except at shows. So it's kind of hard
1: to. Would you take a custom order if I wanted 50 sloths?
3: It depends. That seems like pretty hefty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I think it was
0: interesting. We talked last week about um, the police department Mm -hmm. um, utilizing toys for, you know, um, Traumatic situations for children, and I think you mentioned that you actually participated in that. Is that is that correct?
1: No, I did not.
0: You, oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, oh, yeah. My my bad. No,
1: that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But but that's uh, you know, I think the stuffed animals, uh, you know, plushies. There, they are. We talked about you know such a trend lately, and they are so soothing. And and you know, places like police departments are doing that. Maybe that's a connection we can make yeah. today. If you're not already doing it, connect with morsel PD because they. They actually do that. We talked about on the last show that they um, will, you know, ha- give a teddy bear or some little, you know, stuffed animal to kids when they've, you know, experienced mm-hmm. some something traumatic, and that helps. And and that's common in children's hospitals. They'll give a a, a blanket or you know something that it really does make a difference. Um, um, yeah,
3: mean? I had somebody reach out to me probably like three years ago, and they were like, "My daughter's favorite. It was like a chicken nugget toy. It was just." ruined somehow and she's like this is the only thing that brings her comfort just could you make her one about you know about the same size that it was it was pretty big yeah and i was like i have to say yes to this because if my kids lost their favorite right you know and it got messed up and that's the only thing that really brung their comfort or yeah you know comfort in tough situations i'm like i'm gonna do it yeah so i did do that yeah how (laughs) long does it
0: take you to create one of these because i think we talked about this off air and and i was amazed
3: About, for that one, probably two, two and a half hours.
2: Wow. That's crazy. That's amazing. And this one,
3: this little guy, he's probably about 15, 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, not for me. (laughs) I'd I'd still be here a year later trying to figure (laughs) that out. Yeah, me too. But that's amazing. Thank Um, you. Now, Cottle Creek, Steve, Mm -hmm. um, so we, you know, same question. We talked about online sales. You sell online. We do. How does that compare to? Um,
2: We sell about 20% uh, of our retail online. Nice. Um, we're at CottleCreekFarms.com, and uh, we sell we sell all of our stuff, and then we also sell some jams and jellies that are made by an Amish family up above Statesville. Nice.
1: So oh, that's we, cool. Yeah, now, we, you do have a storefront as well. We so, have a storefront so,
2: out on Highway 3, mm-hmm. uh, 114 Ledgewood Lane, but it's at Highway 3. If you uh, drive out that way, you'll you'll go past I can't it. I see it every day, yeah. twice a day. A little red in, store. Yeah, yeah it's amazing.
1: <laughs> and how in the hours of the store you said
2: we're open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6.
1: Nice, those are, those are good hours for yeah, people who yeah. can stop by after work. Um, and who staffs the store?
2: We have um, a sweet lady that runs it during the week. Um, her name is Libby. You go in there, she's like everyone's grandmother. Aww. She will, uh, she will talk you to death, and <laughs> and you will love it, and you'll leave with and, more than you and you'll you, leave with yep. more, more than stuff yeah. than you planned, <laughs> which is always good. And then uh, we have uh, another lady that that helps us, and her name is Holly, and she works on Saturdays.
4: Nice. And
2: um, sometimes she'll have her daughter with her, so and her daughter makes you buy stuff too. She's about three years old. All right. so.
0: <laughs> so and there obviously is honey, um, and so there must be bees, correct? And I know that Christine had mentioned this before <laughs> that um, um, that you work with bees.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, I grew up working with bees. Um, we do wear a veil. We wear, mm-hmm. um, you know, a suit so we don't get stung too often. But, um, yeah, we, we pull honey from our hives about twice a year, nice. uh, usually in um, spring and then again in the late summer. And, and the spring you, is when you'll get most of the honey.
0: And how much do you typically uh, harvest at a given Well, it just time.
2: depends on uh, how, the, how the weather is, how the spring is, how the flowers are blooming. Uh, this year it looks like we're going to have an early spring, so we'll probably get our honey earlier. And if uh, they call it a honey flow, so the the better the flowers, the bigger the honey flow. You can get you uh, can get anywhere from about forty pounds off of a hive to even wow. up to you know sixty or seventy pounds, maybe a hundred pounds. pounds. How many hives do you have? Uh, it varies. Okay. We and it um, you know one day I might have this many, one day I might have another because. Sometimes you'll lose a hive or they'll swarm or something like that. Um, we have, a, overall, what we pull from is about 120 hives. Wow. wow. So some of those are mine, some of those are families, and some of those are uh, friends. So it's almost like a co-op. Wow. Yeah, all located here.
1: And <laughs> and is there something, you know, what would what do you want people to know about Cottle Creek Farms?
2: Just we're uh, a, local, a local company, a local family-owned company, and um, we try to shop. Uh, here in Mooresville as well. And we hope that you will see.
1: Awesome. Okay. Well, we are going to talk more with Jen and Steve um, and we will be back right after these messages. I heart Mooresville.
4: Stick around more. I heart Mooresville with host Christine Patterson and Don smile is coming up on WSIC local starts here. Call now to speak with iHeart Mooresville hosts Christine Patterson
0: and Don Smile at 844 Studio Four. It's iHeart Mooresville on WSIC. Ah, I like the music. All right, welcome back to iHeart Mooresville. Good job, Bill. We're going to give a shout out to our engineer, Bill. He keeps us straight. Go, uh, Bill. Go, Bill. So, Christine, what time is it?
1: It is 1148.
0: And that means
1: it's trivia time
0: it's trivia Tuesday (laughs) all right this is a way to kind of educate our public on some things they may not know so I'll ask our guests registration for this type of camp opens in March Hmm. what type of camp opens in March christine
1: summer camp
0: yes the annual parks and recreation summer camp is starting uh registration starts in march hey ding dong we have a winner what do you get (laughs) you get this amazing plushie i
1: love it thank you so much you're welcome
0: (laughs) so if you have a child and you are eagerly anticipating a way to get them involved um, and to uh, work off some of that Uh, energy that they have, then I would encourage you to go to Recreation.org, click on the summer camps tab, and you will learn about all the programming coming up in uh, our summer camps this uh, summer. And again, registration starts March 11th. So don't delay because it always sells out. All right. So we were talking with our guests and uh, Jen and Steve, and we really appreciate you guys coming. And uh, I will definitely uh, be stopping by your store uh, coming. As I said, I pass it twice a day coming to and from work. So I'm looking forward to getting some of that yummy peanut butter. Uh, And I know that Mm -hmm. Jen is going to be at Mooresville Day with all of her wonderful plushies. So if you uh, weren't coming uh, for any other reason than to buy Christmas gifts or something for your child, then I would encourage you to do that as well. Christine, what else you got going on in your world?
1: Yeah, well, there's some upcoming events happening in the area. Um, We talked a little bit a couple of shows ago about Valentine's Day, and I gave tons of ideas for Valentine's Day and basically planned the evening for you. You did. So I'm going to help you out with St. Patrick's Day, too. Okay. All right, do tell. Um, I'm your girl with the holidays, okay, planning. So um, St. Patrick's Day, you know, we have a couple cool places in the area that you can go if you want to have an evening, a fun evening out. Um, so March 9th, actually, Primal Brewery um, is doing the St. Patrick's Day Haha Tour. Now, this is like a whole ordeal, professional and deluxe VIP transportation. So you don't even have to drive, which is obviously a safety thing and a convenience thing. Um, professionally trained tour guide, complimentary ghost face pizza will be served. So you're going to get to eat. Um, That's from 1030 AM to 12. Now this is like a whole day thing from 1030 to five on March 9th. So this is like your day. Um, So you're going to get to eat some ghost face pizza. You're going to get to um, visit four breweries, primal 26 acres, Southern strain and Cabarrus. So you're going to get a good, you know, mix of breweries in our area. Um, Two complimentary souvenir pint glasses, and four complimentary um beer flights are actually going give, to be given away to four lucky winners. So there's lots of prizes, lots of fun things to do. You're going to get behind the scenes tours. So this
0: sounds like a party bus.
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean. Um very 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 fun. Um so you can go to the charlottespecialevents.com to, you know, book tickets for that. Um then we also have Micaiah's Tavern and Tunes. Macaya's off at 33. Um really cool little kind of you know, bar. It's kind of hidden out of the way. Um, but they do actually, they're one of the only places that does like live music every night. It's a really cool, um, you know, tavern type feel. Um, so on March 15th, Friday evening, um, from eight 30 to midnight, you can see a really cool band, um, dial up radio, um, who are actually really good. And they have some cool drink specials going on.
0: I love that you're giving the The local deeds. Yeah. Like like this is keeping it local. Yeah, absolutely. And and giving a shout out to our local business. I gotta
1: help out my friends. Okay. Uh. Gotta help 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 everyone out. Um, then Shamrocks and Shenanigans, of course, is going on downtown Mooresville on March 16th. Now that's a huge ordeal. You know, the streets will be filled with vendors. You're gonna see the fire department um play the bagpipes. Like it's it's really cool experience. And then lastly, um, the St. Patrick's Day bash at King Canary. Free admission, and it starts at 4 p.m.
0: So shamrocks and shenanigans just... Sounds like a good time. Just the name itself, right? Oh, yeah. And and that's the CBB, right? That's our friends of the CBB? Actually,
1: that is the Mooresville Downtown Commission. Oh, it is. It is. It's
0: Kim. Kim, are you listening? we have to have you back on to talk about some of those wonderful things that the Downtown Commission does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's one of their signature events of the Mm -hmm. year. That's a really, um, a big one. They get a lot of participation. It's very well attended. You know, they get thousands of people downtown. Um, But very cool. So there it is. You have, you know multiple ideas of what to do for St. Patrick's Day. So don't think, don't say there's nothing going on in the area.
0: And no excuse to drive, right? Yes. You can be shuttled to and fro. And so we would encourage you to stay safe on St. Patrick's Day. That's right.
1: And then also we have, of course, the Mooresville Day Festival coming up March 23rd, which we've talked about, um, but that's 12 to 4 again in downtown Mooresville. Um, There's also shuttle service to that event. Um, you can park at 1 Mooresville at 750 West Iredell Avenue. And don't even worry about where to park. Don't even worry about it. Just get on the shuttle, go to the event. And, and there's an event
0: page time. for this, right? There
1: is. You can go to mooresvilleday.com and find out details about parking, about um, the shuttle service, all the um, vendors that are going to be there. Definitely, you know, find out more information, com. Um, and then if you are looking for a music experience, we have, we're actually, um, winding down the Our Town Stage Indoor Entertainment Series at the Jovi Knox Auditorium at Charles Mack Citizen Center. Um, we have the Always Loretta Show that we are closing out the series with, um, we have a few tickets left. You can get your tickets at our Um, but this is a really cool show because this is the original, um, Loretta's original band, the coal miners that are actually performing, um, with Emily Portman who fronts the band. She sounds just like a Loretta. It's such a cool experience. So if you're a country music fan or a Loretta Lynn fan, this is actually the only show that's sanctioned by the Lynn estate. Um, so it's just a a neat experience to have in Mooresville.
0: That's awesome. Um, there are a couple of things from a parks and rec centric uh, perspective that I want to share with our community because they do affect your ability to uh, enjoy our parks and facilities. Um, the Bellingham Park Greenway, um, the part of the Greenway is going to be closed uh, starting uh, on Monday of this week. Uh, because they will need to bring in some heavy equipment uh, to start um, working to uh, connect uh, this to the greenway. Uh, and so the entrance at Woodland Subdivision is going to be closed. Um, and obviously we apologize for the inconvenience, but it is all done with the intent to make the experience better and to make your uh, connection to the greenway, which will give you the opportunity to enjoy the park even more. Um for all the moms out there with children, uh, Hope Park is actually going to install some shade sales. Uh, so beginning Monday, March 4th, uh, we will have someone uh, on site to install uh, shade sales. The um, During this time, the toddler playground will be closed to the public. Uh, obviously, we want to get this done as quickly as possible. And before the summer months, when the heat comes, um, yeah. that's always an opportunity for uh, protecting the children and allowing for a more enjoyable experience in the park. So, and yeah. shade sale installations will begin Monday, March 4th at Hope Park. Uh, and also the Warp Memorial Recreation Center, a very popular uh, destination. Uh, the gym will be closed uh, beginning on March 4th through the 10th uh, for painting. And so there'll be several programs if you attend the Soulmates, do any of the preschool or pickleball opportunities in, in the gymnasium. Uh, those will be uh, unavailable from March 4th through the 10th. And again, we apologize for the inconvenience, but all done with the intent to make the experience better when you do return. Um, and then we have some uh, upcoming programs that I think are great. Obviously, we talked about the fact that we really didn't have a winter. So spring yeah. spring is coming. I'm good with that. Uh, yeah, me too. yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, so we have a spring fitness series. Uh, we have a, a personal trainer, Genevieve Glazer, who uh, will uh, be at Liberty Park on Saturday mornings. It's a full body workout challenge. Um, and the only thing that you need to bring is a water bottle and a fitness mat.
1: Fitness mm-hmm. mat.
0: Um, and they, um, uh, Genevieve will uh, get you into shape. Uh, yes,
1: she will. And Genevieve <laughs> is awesome, and yes. she is, she will push you.
0: Yeah. So go to moorsvillerecreation again again, uh, and and to learn all about that, it's a free program, um, and it is from nine to nine forty five a.m. So a night's brisk opportunity in yeah, the morning. Yeah. Um, and then we also have a senior programming. I like to say again, from, from five to ninety five, we got you covered. It, it doesn't matter yeah. your age. And Parks and Recreation, there's something for you to do. Um, we have some, uh, opportunities from the senior program perspective, uh, where you can, um, get together with other individuals of like-minded age, uh, and, uh, socialize as well as, uh, get some exercise. So we have fit and strong. We have a board games opportunity. We have walk with ease program. Uh, all of these are opportunities to stay active, both mentally and physically.
1: Nice. Well, I know a lot of people are going to be happy about the shade sales. I know. Yes. I hear moms talking about that. Playground equipment can get really hot. And so I know people will appreciate that this summer for sure. I'm
3: very excited about yeah. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially yeah. at Hope Park. Do, yes. you, do you
0: visit Hope Park? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. do you like about that park? Um,
3: I, I just like that it's separated, for, even though they don't, kids always don't listen because they're kids. But for the most part, you know, it's separated from toddlers because I have both ages. Right. So it's really nice to just have their separate little areas. And I didn't know that they put a fence in recently, too. Yes. Like, to close it off. So that's really nice. I like that. Yeah, that
0: that was one of two uh, fence opportunities. We also did Bellingham Park uh, around the playground because – uh, you know, parents were saying that their children wanted to become one with nature.
4: Yes, <laughs> <And they, laughs> wander off. They kept running off into
0: the woods, and yeah. so we're like, "Hey, we need to do something about that." So, uh, but yeah, Hope Park has recently had a fence, as, as Jen mentioned, um, which is great. Um, another opportunity, and also because um, um, it's a very popular destination because of the splash pad.
3: Yeah, which right, yes, very the, much. And
0: again, the splash pad hours um, uh, vary, but the uh, they open. Memorial Day and they stay oh, open through Labor Day. Nice. So that's an easy way to remember uh, when you can take your child uh, to enjoy both Liberty Park as well as Hope Park splash pads. So yes. very quickly I want to thank our guests Jen Reynolds from Jen's Crafty Creations and Steve Young from the Cottle Creek Farm. Um, we really appreciate what you do to stay local. Uh, we appreciate everything that uh, that you're doing and I we know that people are now excited about seeing you at uh, Mooresville Day. Uh, and purchasing all of your amazing products.
1: That's right. Come on out to Mooresville Day. That's March 23rd, 12 to
0: 4. All right. Well, again, very quickly, where can people connect with you?
1: Um, Instagram
3: is my main Jen's Crafty Creations. Okay. Um, and then I'm on TikTok, Facebook, pretty much all of them. Jen's Crafty Inst-
2: Creations <laughs> and all the socials. Okay. Steve? com, and we're also on Facebook um, and Instagram, all of those. All right. Uh,
0: well, thank you both for coming. We are uh, we appreciate your time, and we look forward to seeing everyone out at Mooresville Day. And thank you for joining us here on iHeart Mooresville. Have a great day. Serving you better than ever before. 1059 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.